welcome back to the Odd Gaming Podcast, the podcast where two best friends talk about video games, everything that interests them, and every single rail that we jump off of. As always, my name is Stuart, and live and in person, for the second time ever in the history of this podcast, is the immortal Eduardo. Oh, snap. I'm here. I am in person. It's been a while. It's good to be here. I'm excited for the podcast today. I can't believe this is episode one zero, the big one oh. Big ten, the, the big double digits. Ten, double digits. Boing, boing, boing. Yeah, sound effects. Yeah. Yeah, no, man. I think we got a good episode today. It's gonna be good and uh yeah. Let's let's do this thing. Heck yeah. I'm excited for it. Man, we just wanna kinda have a chat today. Just talk about some of our, you know, favorite gaming memories, just cool stuff about gaming. Yep. Uh things we've done, either gaming related, nerd related whatever, in the last couple of weeks. Just give you a little insight and just kind of have a little conversation uh, since we're live and in person for this uh, really cool 10th episode milestone that we have as well. So, mm-hmm. um, man, what have, uh, what have you been playing the last couple of weeks? Because it's been about two weeks since we've yeah. uh, done the podcast because we've been waiting to be live and in person for episode 10. But what have you been playing the last couple of weeks? Yeah, what have I been playing? Okay, it's been weird. I've just been kind of game hopping like crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Still have not beat Tears of the Kingdom. Haven't touched that thing in a, a month, month and a half, however long it's been. I don't it's been even. A hot minute. It's been a hot yeah. minute. It's been long enough that I probably forgot some of the controls, but it's okay. Um, so I did that. Oh, Zelda's far- the one where you you save the uh, the princess from Bowser, right? Yeah, correct. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's it. That's yeah, the, where the monkeys throwing the barrels. The monkeys throwing the barrels. Yeah, yeah and there's jet packs too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a yeah, there's fireballs and oh, um. Yeah, yeah. You're a bounty hunter. I am a bounty. You're a bounty yeah, hunter. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're good. Yeah. yeah. Say, and you gotta and you get suck up things and throw them out. Yeah, and you gotta get the one ring to rule them all. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The one ring is owned by Post Malone. Oh yeah, owned by Post Malone. Yeah, I'm so. Post Malone. Please come on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, I've been doing that. Uh, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. Which now you guys know what that game is all about. Uh, I did some Far Cry Five. I've been playing a little nice. bit of that, and then I've also been playing Spider Man mm. on PlayStation, the first one by Insomniac Games, which is mm. amazing. Spider-Man. So good. Super good. Uh, I'm excited to get through that because I do want to play the Miles Morales and then obviously play Spider-Man 2 and that comes out here really, really soon. October. So uh, that is a fun game. Like, let me tell you, you just being able to swing and just do whatever you want. Yeah. It's a fun time. It's one of those games where you just got to tell yourself, OK, I got to put the controller down because I need to go to bed. Definitely. Because it is like three in the morning. Oh, it's one of the only games where I want to do the side missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's probably the best game on traversing the map of any game out there. Not just Spider-Man and superhero games, but any game, the traversal is so much fun. You can swing around for hours and not do a single thing. Yep. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I've been just collecting. I've been doing side stuff, like collecting the backpacks that have that mm-hmm. Peter Parker has like spread throughout the yeah, entire yeah. city. And then you got to go take pictures of landmarks, famous yep. New York landmarks. I've been doing that. It's been a lot of fun. I've just been getting to explore New York City and just the entire area. And it's just been a lot of fun. I've probably done maybe two main story quests because I just am having oh, yeah. so much fun just being Spider-Man, swinging, jumping off buildings, um, fighting enemies and taking down whatever crime that's going on. It's mm-hmm. such a fun game. I know you've been playing miles so i don't know if you want to talk about that a little and the experience you've had with that i mean miles is just it's the same thing as spider-man 2018 but on 
you're the Miles Morales character doing his storyline. I mean, it's fantastic. It's the same thing. This traversal is amazing. It's a smaller story. It's a smaller world. So if you are a completionist and you want kind of like an easy completion trophy based game, uh, you could probably knock it out with the new game plus playthrough in probably 15 hours or so. Okay. Uh, but it it's enough where it's a fun game. It keeps you interested. The side missions are great. There's a ton of really cool side missions that bring you into the story of Miles Morales and give you a lot of insight on him as well as his family. But, it, I mean, the combat's amazing still. The traversal's amazing. I mean, I'm a big Miles Morales fan. I love Miles Morales. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's becoming... An, he's the next he's the next Spider-Man, I think. Definitely. Like, it for our generation, it was definitely... And, and before us, too, obviously, it was Peter Parker. But I think now it's uh, Miles Morales. I... And my, okay. I just feel like now these days, kids growing up, whenever they think of Spider-Man, I don't think they're necessarily thinking of Peter Parker anymore, which he's a great mm-hmm. Spider-Man, but now I, it's just Miles Morales is everywhere. He is the new Spider-Man. Absolutely. Now, like, and I mean, the two movies, the, the Spider-Verse movies are phenomenal. Now you have Miles Morales has a standalone game, uh, and then he's a big character in the Spider-Man 2. It's going to be Peter Parker and Miles Morales kind of. 50 50 is what it seems like so i i love it i think it's great i think they play the same like if you're really familiar with the controls of spider-man 2018 it's an easy game to get into but they still control and play differently like the venom powers that you get miles morales versus like the electrical powers in spider-man one um just the way that miles morales swings and does some like different pizzazz and flips and stuff versus peter parker like they made it the same but different enough where you feel like you're playing very two different games it doesn't feel like it's a dlc or an add-on like they did a really great job of making a full-fledged title but making it unique enough to be like a spider-man 1.5 oh yeah no i think it'd be so easy to get um trapped inside just being spider-man because they're both mm. their their own separate spider-man like miles Morales is very different very. from peter parker he's yeah. not the same spider-man he has his own personality and peter parker he has his own personality so the fact that they can get those two separate mm. and just their movements and everything that's super cool it's awesome because i because if not yeah i don't think you just want to play spider-man and just be it's like oh this no. is literally just the same spider-man it's just a different skin added exactly and they made it feel different enough where you feel like you are playing a new game that's what i really liked about it i loved my time through it beat the whole game i'll probably end up doing a new game plus and uh 100 percenting and um trophying platinum trophying that game but it is so much fun oh, yeah and i know you can be different characters in spider-man 2018 can you be different are you different characters in the are you just no miles you just morales? play as miles morales now there's some great costumes and stuff that you can change too but you're just miles morales the whole game which is fine oh yeah no, um, there's nothing yeah, wrong with that spider-man uh original game you do play as miles for a little bit and that's the introduction uh you do play as mary jane for a little bit so mm-hmm. uh but yeah it's just miles which is completely fine there's still a ton to do, uh, but it's a great, you know, you can knock out and complete the game in a weekend or something. So, okay, And also, I'm going to comment on your attire. I know you can't see us, but um, you are rocking a Spider-Man Villains shirt oh, yeah. right now, and it is very legit. This is not a sponsorship, but is that Roosevelt? Oh, or, yeah, it's uh, Roosevelt's. Yeah, they make phenomenal, phenomenal shirts. Uh, but, yeah, this is a, a Venom and Carnage shirt. And I, Carnage was my favorite bad guys. We were talking about it before the podcast. Mm-hmm. And Carnage is 
awesome. And I'm hoping that they add him into a video game at some point. He needs his I, own video game. I, I mean, he's got it. Maximum Carnage on oh, the yeah. Genesis. Yeah, and, but and uh, a, a current one. A current, a current one. one. Let's go, yeah, current. Even though Maximum Carnage is phenomenal. It is Love phenomenal that game. and worth a lot of money. It, it is. <laughs> you got to get that red cartridge. But uh, I'm, I'm excited for Venom in the new game, especially with Spider-Man 2, because I think they did a phenomenal job with the villains in Spider-Man 1. Mm-hmm. A little, uh, little uh, amuse-bouche of some uh, Carnage would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. I, I just can't be choosy i guess yeah but no it, if you haven't seen this shirt look it up online but it's mm-hmm. super cool I'll, it's, I'll, I'll post a picture yeah. picture to it on the instagram just so everyone can see it but yeah it is probably my favorite shirt that i have yeah right so now. if you're a huge carnage venom fan mm. this is definitely the shirt for you super awesome um roosevelt they just they have an amazing line of, super of shirts comfortable too. And, yeah so go buy yourself a roosevelt this is not a sponsorship this is just us Genuinely saying that Roosevelt makes some awesome shirts. They and do. they're really cool designs. So if you've never mm-hmm. even seen Roosevelt, look them up. Um, it's awesome. There's there's something in there for everyone. Absolutely. You'll find something. But, man, yeah, I'm excited for Spider-Man 2. But I'm glad you're playing through Spider-Man. So hopefully next podcast you'll have beaten the game at least. Yep, yep. Or maybe gotten a little farther. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those are phenomenal games. I'll probably end up playing Spider-Man 1 again in a New Game Plus playthrough before 2 comes out, just so I refresh my memory. Because I beat it back in 18 when it came out. So. Yeah. I think one day I need to go through and play the old Spider-Man with um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. They're so good. Like, there's those are great Spider-Man, Spider-Man games, too. Spider-Man 1 on the PS2. That's... They're, they're nothing like the ones we just talked about, but they're still really fun games. They're fun. Like, there's really not just a bad terrible spider-man game. no they're like, all decent especially yeah. in like the the ps2 plus era um spider-man 1 spider-man 2 those are they're fun games i mean i remember renting those uh, like blockbusters and stuff a lot that was my rental game it was mm-hmm. spider-man for a long time and never owned it until recently uh but yeah those are great and even the ps3 but those have gotten so expensive oh yeah the web of shadows and all those games have oh, gotten yeah. in the 75 dollar 80 dollar range it's crazy i mean it's nuts Anything else we've been playing? Um, a little, little dabble in Far Cry Five. You got the uh, oh yeah, a little Spider Man. Yeah, a little dabble. Far Cry Five. I haven't gotten too far mm-hmm. into it. Like I said, I've literally just been jumping. It's like oh, I'm gonna play this, and then the next time I'm like oh, I'm gonna play this. What is it? Yeah, yeah that it video happens. game ADHD it's is bad. really big right it's now, an and yeah, it's a problem. But Spider Man, I'm like oh, I'm I'm hooked on it. Absolutely. It's like I th- I'm gonna play through this. Definitely get um, through that one. I'm it playing, is yeah, I'm playing another game. I'm not going to mention it right now. It's not a great one, but that's for a different podcast that'll be coming soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we had preparations for a different episode today, but unfortunately, eBay was really, really slow with getting our games and life and life. But uh, we we didn't get them until like a day before, and just didn't have time to play them, unfortunately. But probably the next week or two, we will do that episode. Uh, we will post some stuff on our Instagram page as well. But basically what we did for this coming episode, and we won't spoil the games, but we'll put it up. We put a the top 10 worst games of 2010, threw them all on a random spinning wheel, spun it, and that's the game we have to complete. Yep. And all we're doing is beating the game. We're not 100%ing. We're not trophy collecting. We're not doing any of that. Just beating the game. Uh, we both got two different games. Uh, so we'll we'll be playing through those, and probably the next episode or next two episodes, we'll we'll have a whole episode dedicated to that. Mm-hmm. But 
They're uh, it's uh, I, I'm not. I, I'm just. I, I'm hitting skip, skip, skip as much as possible to get through this game because it's <laughs> there. It's not great. Yeah, I'm same. I'm just trying to get through it as fast as I can. Yep. I'm not trying to do side quests, but. Yeah, well, I'll talk about that in the podcast. But I'm I'm excited to hear the opinions that we have on the games and yes. just what we thought. And I think it'll be a fun episode because we've all played those games that you're like, oh. "What is this? Oh yeah, why am I doing this?" It's every if you're a gamer, you've all gone through that. Oh yeah, more than once. And we're treating it just like if you got this game as a kid, and your parents get you this game for your birthday, Christmas, good grades, whatever. And you're excited for it, and you start playing and realize, oh, this game's trash. But your parents say you got to finish it yep. because they purchased it for you, and they used their $100 to buy you a game. So now we have to sit there and finish it. Yep. So that, that's the whole methodology behind it. But it'll be a fun episode. Um, the games aren't fun, but the episode yeah. will be super yeah, fun. So yeah, so we, we, we're going to play it so you don't have to. But if you really want to play it after we talk about these games, more than welcome to. But, hey, that's up to you. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not gonna force you. Man. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not even wanting to mention that game. That's terrible. But yeah, I don't. Any know. other fun games you've been playing at least? Fun games. Is that kind of what you're at? Games. Um, I've been doing a little Diablo Four. Nice. Too. Nice. It's been game. it's been a lot of fun. Um, but like I said, it's just I've been getting so sidetracked. Yeah. But Diablo Four. Not Diablo 4. Diablo 3. I don't own Diablo 4. You own yeah. Diablo 4. Diablo 3. Yeah, that one too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one too. I've been playing. We just need to get a an easy few-hour game that's on rails, no side missions, yep. just straightforward. Uh, that That's what I need. I tried to get into... Uh, I started playing like Ori. Uh, oh, yeah, Ori. I remember, yeah. He's, yeah. And that's a fun game, but I just haven't had time to focus on it because it's, it's a little difficult. It's definitely Metrovania, so there's a lot of traversing and backtracking and stuff like that but really fun game but i just need something just on rails point a to point b fun traversal combat whatever and that's it yeah no i i need i need that too it's just uh i don't know and it doesn't help like we're now coming up to uh starfield is literally about to come oh, out oh yeah in a month now i think about a month yeah it's, it's september August. yeah september's september. next month so that's going to be a giant game, uh, definitely yeah. n- very opposite of what we're talking about uh, right now. So that is not a you know refresher game by but, any means. No, but I do have the Starfield controller. It is in box, and oh, it is uh, yeah. waiting for me. Um, once the game comes out, I'm going to purchase it, and I will nice. use my my Starfield Xbox controller to play it. I like it. So I like it. I'm excited about that. Heck yeah. So are there any... Like, Fun game because I've like I said I've just been game hopping like crazy. Mm-hmm. So those are literally the games I have been playing, even though I'm not far in any of them. But what about you? You've been playing anything besides Miles? So beat and Miles, and I went on to another game, and it's a game I've owned for a long time since it came out in 15. And I've tried to play it a couple times, but I've never been successful. And I'm not good at these types of games, but I'm trying. I'm like I need to beat this game. That's Bloodborne. Ah, uh, yes. And it is a phenomenal game. Now, it's my first, like, full dive into, like, a Soulsborne game, so I'm not very good at them. So I've been following walkthroughs, and that has really, really helped bring up, like, the comfortability and confidence of trying to play this game because they are very daunting games. They are not easy. They are very hard to get into if you've never tried to play a game like that before. But I've been following a couple walkthroughs on YouTube, trying to figure out, you know, the the best ways to go, how to face bosses, and it's made the games so much more enjoyable. 
and it's a phenomenal game. This game's mm-hmm. incredible. There's still skill. I'm still dying, but it makes it more comfortable to get through the game and go through these different levels and say, okay, I can do this. Yeah. So, because I know these games are very, they're very different than mm-hmm. your ordinary games where you're just out adventure. It is open world, but it's not one of those where you can hack and slash your way through because you will die. Yeah. So, as you've been playing this, what are some tips that you would give people as they're trying if they've never played this type of game what are like some tips because it's not your ordinary game you absolutely so like a souls game like if you're playing like a dark souls or demon souls it's more like blocking and dodging based where bloodborne is definitely more on the aggressive side like it wants you to be aggressive like there, there's a mechanic and i can't remember the name of it but basically if you if someone hits you a uh, enemy you'll see your health bar go down but you'll see like a faint red outline of where your health bar used to be um, and then a tick where your health bar is going to be uh, with the damage. But if you're aggressive and you start hitting the enemy back, you'll start to gain some of that health back. Uh, and if you hit them, you know, as many times as it equates, you could get all your health back if an enemy hits you one time. So it does reward aggression a lot. Uh, so I'd say be be aggressive, in, especially in a bloodborne game. Be aggressive towards the enemy, but also watch their movements. Trying to figure out, okay, what? How long does it take for them to slash? How long does this thing happen? So, like, bosses are different, but enemies, you'll see the same, you know, five, six enemies quite a bit in a row, and you'll start figuring out their patterns. So once you do, you know, okay, I can take out this enemy this way, or I know this attack, and then I can jump in and hit them a few times and knock them out really, really quick. Um, The other amazing thing that I learned that I didn't know the first time is a visceral attack. So right when they're about to attack or hit you, you can shoot them with your gun and it'll stun them. And you can go in and basically do this really crazy stab. It's called a visceral attack, but you can stab them and do a ton of damage. It's either a one-shot kill or kills like 75% of their damage. Nice. And it makes enemies a lot easier. You can do visceral attacks on bosses too. And if you can nail it on a boss, you're doing a ton, a ton of damage. And it usually staggers them also afterwards, so then you can put some more hits Mm -hmm. after the visceral. So really learning the visceral attacks, learning attack patterns, learning rhythms, that's a big, big aspect of it. But also just learning the map. Because mm-hmm. you're going to traverse the same spots of the map over and over and over again. And that's what's helped with the walkthroughs is figuring out shortcuts. Because you'll walk this whole map, but then you'll find a shortcut somewhere an hour down the road that will make your whole path two minutes now instead of a 10-minute, 15-minute oh, trek yeah. with no enemies. Yeah. So really learning the map and then learning... Uh, getting really good at like reading rhythms uh, of your enemies that's helped immensely yeah i can i can so there you go so uh just do that they're, they're doable i am not some crazy gamer by any means uh but it is 100 percent doable don't feel ashamed if you have to watch some guides some walkthroughs for me it's made the f- game way more fun way more enjoyable for a game that frustrated the crap out of me uh the first couple of tries I, times i tried to play because i just the, the game doesn't have a tutorial to walk through. Like, you literally get thrown into the game, you die a minute into the game, and then it throws you into Central Yarnum, which is the main area for the game, and says, good luck. There's no tutorial, there's no walkthrough, there's nothing. So following some sort of walkthrough guide, following some YouTube videos, it, for me, made the game way more enjoyable, way easier to swallow, and I'm having a ton of fun with the game That's now. awesome. I know I have... I haven't played Bloodborne. I have Elden Ring. I haven't really oh, played much of it, but it's 
obviously same type of yep. game. I'm going to definitely go back to Elden Ring once I be Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those, yeah, no, before I started, I did a little research. I need mm-hmm. to do more. But, yeah, no, I went watch some YouTube videos definitely. and, like, what's the best way to start, you know, and also, like, this, depending on the class that yep. I pick, just all these different things. Just because, yeah, I remember when I first got Elden Ring, I didn't do any. I just popped the game in, I started it, and I was like, I, what, what? do i do and i died yeah. like i just walked and i like He's, hit once or twice oh you're on that hill and you go down and there's an enemy like right there and i died immediately yeah and then the worst yeah. part is whenever you've collected you've so much stuff if you die you lose it so you have mm-hmm. another shot to go get your stuff but if you die it's just gone exactly so that kind of uh that made me a little sad but it not sad i think it's cool but it's just one of those things like oh dang it i just collected all this stuff and now it's gone yep. so and it, you hope you don't die in an area that's like impossible to get back to yeah because you can go back and collect all of your your stuff that you lose but if you die again on that way to it then all that's gone mm-hmm. but it's crazy that like i feel when we were was there any really games like that before Souls and all of that growing up for us? Uh, I can't think of anything. I mean, mainly games that had like lives and stuff. I remember like some of the old school Mario games and stuff where mm-hmm. you would backtrack all the way to the beginning if you ran out of lives. Yeah. So kind of the same way uh, where it's it's definitely high stakes. Like you've got to learn the game, learn the map, learn the rhythms. Yeah. One game that I guess that kind of, in a sense, is I would say the Metroid games because that makes mm. you... Uh, yep. If, if you don't save and you die, you have to, you will start back at whatever save point with the last one that you Absolutely. hit was. And so, um, yeah, there's I've, I've definitely had the Metroid experience where it's like I save, I play an hour or something, and then I finally die mm-hmm. and I don't save. And I'm like, oh, yeah, lost an hour of progress. And so I have to do everything again. But then yep. Metroid also makes you go back. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of back. Tra- if you don't like backtracking, it's not the game yeah, for Metroid you. Because Metroidvania games are not for you if you don't like backtracking. Yeah, me- uh, yeah. The Metroid Prime games. If you uh, if you don't like backtracking, it's uh, not the game for you. It's a lot of fun. It, mm-hmm. It's kind of like I don't know. Samus I see her as like the female Master Chief. Yeah, basically, kind yeah. of. And she was before Master Chief. Before so Master she's Chief, like the OG. Yeah, 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 she's the OG. But hey, I do love some some Master Chief. I do love some Halo. I haven't played the newest Halo. I just haven't played it yet. Yep. Um, I started it, but I don't know. I just really didn't get into it. No. So I don't know kind of lost his luster it has i I love the the old halos old halos are just so many amazing games out and you you think of all the triple a games that have come out recently and then all the amazing indie games these indie developers are making some of my favorite games in the last couple years have been indie games Mm -hmm. um that it's if you're not staying on top of it and trying to reinvent things or just doing what you do but even better kind of get thrown on the wayside oh yeah the competition for video games now is at an all-time high because these indie studios these triple a's these a titles they're phenomenal yeah there is it's it's crazy the indie scene of video games and just how big it is now Mm -hmm. like i remember when the indie scene was starting it was very small but now oh yeah i mean you had some great games like braid back in the day super meat boy I remember those were kind of the two big ones. Uh, Fez was mm. another one. Those really kind of invigorated the indie crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you've got some incredible games. Yeah, that you come got out. indie video game awards now. Oh, I know. Like, like it is, it's awesome. And, I love it. And I, I love like indie video games. I love the studios. It's just what makes those games so cool is like these people are putting everything they mm-hmm. got into the game because they're they're small. They're new. They 
no one really knows who they are. So, and now just there's so much competition. Yeah. So, but it's cool like seeing these people like put all this work to bring you this game. You can feel that passion. You can feel that they really care yeah. about the project. Yeah. Which I mean, I love these AAA games, but a lot of them have these massive studios, and you kind of lose some of that. Like, they're still amazing games. Like, I'm super excited for the new Assassin's Creed game mm-hmm. that's coming out, Mirage. That's coming out this year. That's a huge title. Oh yeah. And that's gonna be an incredible game. But there's something about you know, a game like um, like Nobody Saves the World. You can yep. tell that they that's really a, awesome love game. that game. And they put so much creativity into the classes, uh, the lore of the game, the levels. You don't get that in a lot of those AAA, you know, big studio games mm-hmm. as much, uh, I for- which are phenomenal. Uh, I forgot, Nobody Saves the World, they created also, what is it, that wrestling yeah it was Drinkbox game studios which uh did guacamelee yeah guacamelee mm-hmm. that guacamelee actually used to be my background on my xbox one nice, for the nice. longest time it's a fun game it is a fun game i wish i could get it back I, I don't know i'm still trying to figure out maybe there's a way i can find that background again and make it my you gotta find it yeah but right now i have diablo 4 set as my that's a good one my that's backdrop one. on my that's xbox nice. don't own the game but hey the backdrop's nice it's, it's awesome. okay but i have Sort of. Well, it's, it's your Diablo three, but it's been fun. It's fun. Hey, Diablo, they're really fun games. They are very sidetracky, but they're good games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the first time I played Diablo was Diablo two back in how is it called two thousand eleven. Okay, twelve. I yeah, think yeah. I played a little, um, but not a lot. But it's it was, it was a fun. I enjoyed it. It's a, Diablo 2 is great too. They're all I don't think there is a bad Diablo game. They're mm. all amazing. All They're are all amazing. Great games. They all have some sort of innovation. They all do better than the last one. Uh and really innovate and make the game more enjoyable, bigger, crazier, more classes. I mean, they do a great job. Oh yeah. And and besides video games, you know, we've been talking about video games now for a bit. I know yeah. we do like other things besides we do. video games. Um we're we're adults. Where kids in adult bodies is basically is what I'm trying to say. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, we like toys and retro toys. You know, that never uh, wasn't it wasn't a phase. It never left. No, absolutely. it's gotten worse. Oh, it's gotten way worse. Like I want toys more now than I did as a kid. Oh, I remember parents saying, "Oh, you'll grow out of it." No, no, they're wrong. I still I grew back into it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I still love cartoons. Yep, I love them. I love toys. And uh, so I think we should, uh, you know, talk about some retro toys. I why think, not? Why not? Because I'm staring at them right now. I mean, now. there's tons. Like, I love retro toy collecting, too. That's another one of my my hobbies also, uh, besides video games. And right now, it's a lot of the Batman, 90s Batman stuff from Kenner. Uh, love that stuff. Uh, Thundercats has been a big one. If you've been following the, uh, the San Diego Comic-Con news, Super 7, who makes amazing figures, uh, Announce a crowdfunding campaign for a three-foot-tall cat slayer. That is massive. It is amazing. And I've got my pre-order in, so we'll wait a year now for it. Uh, and it did get fully funded, so it's supposed to be here uh, October 2024. So I've got a I've got a year to figure out where to put this monstrosity, but uh, it is so cool. And I'm loving that all these companies are starting to feed into that and releasing some amazing figures. I mean, we went out... Uh, yesterday, I'm recording this on a Sunday, so we went on Saturday, and we're in the Houston area, and went to a bunch of retro toy video game shops, and saw some incredible 
toys mm-hmm. um incredible you know new toys that were inspired by vintage or even some of the vintage stuff from the 80s and 90s and it just it hits you so much with nostalgia oh yeah on seeing you know the packaging when and we've talked about it before on the podcast with video games where you see that packaging and it, it hits that memory of going to do a walmart and seeing that packaging and wanting that game and dreaming about it oh yeah and it's the same thing with a figure you see that and you see all the pegs on the shelf and you see all these cool batmans and all these cool Marvel characters or whatever you were into. Oh, yeah. And that kind of hits a different feeling than just seeing the figure, too. There's, oh, yeah, no, it it was super cool. It was a lot of fun. We yeah. each bought a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, Like, I don't have as much as you do. I'm, I'm, you got into it definitely way more before I did collecting mm-hmm. retro, and I'm kind of now getting into it. doesn't help I live in an apartment. I don't have a house yet, hopefully here soon, but... So it's kind of harder to do stuff when you're living in an apartment. But I have stuff. I'm going to figure out a way to hang it up and display it Definitely. because I hate seeing it all like in the corner. Enjoy it. So, yeah. I mean, it needs to be out. You need to see yeah. it. You need to enjoy it. I, I That's the beauty of it. But what was really cool is the, what was it, the, the second toy store we went to. Um, that had the TMNT that was all signed. Oh yeah! By was it the creator? It was the, the designer. The of designer, the yeah. Toys. That was awesome. Yeah, all had certificates signed by them. All mint on card TMNT figures from the '80s all the way up to the 2000s, and it was all with certificate of authenticity from his personal yeah, collection. And I think it was what like I think that like 10, 15 things back there. Oh yeah, it was a whole wall filled with that, and it was. Beautiful, and I'm not a big TMNT guy, but I, I appreciate TMNT. It just wasn't my thing as a kid, but it was really cool to see that. Oh, it's yeah, something you don't see for yeah, any no. type of figure. And and one thing I and, and I was saying, like, I watched TMNT a little as a kid, not a lot, and I had some of the TMNT toys mm-hmm. growing up. Um, but like I said, I, I wasn't like, oh, TMNT is the best thing, it's my favorite. Like, it was, it was awesome, I loved it still, Definitely. but I'm not like a super crazy about it but one thing i definitely give it for tmnt their packaging and everything it's it's hard to like i don't know it just catches your eye it does because it's so bright it's just pops and then they'll also do crossovers i know there is i didn't realize until yesterday i was like man there's a lot of crossovers of tmnt and power rangers there is which is really cool too and i'm a huge power rangers so mine once i can get to that point i'm probably collect a bunch of Power Rangers memorabilia. I would love to get all the Megazords from all the different Power Rangers oh, throughout cool. history. Um, I would love to get in box, but I know that's going to get expensive really quick. Very. But I'm going to make it a goal, and I'm going to here soon just may start looking and seeing because it'd be cool. Like I, I don't know. Just Power Rangers was a huge part of my life. I loved it. I grew up watching it. I, that's all I wanted to be when I was a kid. Heck Still yeah. do Hell as yeah. an adult. Why wouldn't you want to be? Yeah, like, they're just awesome. Just these everyday teens, and then they transform into these awesome rangers, and they go defeat these crazy, weird-looking creatures and save the world. Like, Yeah, why not? Why not? That's what I want to be. So that's my goal is to get some of the Megazords. I have a few Megazords. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I think, is it Power Rangers... Is it Lost in Space? Power Rangers in Space? I can't remember. It's been so long. There was one of the last ones before the 2000s, I think. Yeah. Wasn't it like the Dino one and then Space? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. So it was like late 90s, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then I have, I think it was, is it Power Rangers? Is it Light? I think Lightspeed Rescue. That's the one I think where it's like 
a train looking Megazord mm-hmm. and there's like ambi and outside there's like an ambulance that comes out of the I can't remember but um I have that Megazord which is pretty cool. That's cool. So I have two. I w- I obviously want the original from Mighty Morphin. Oh, of course. I wanted that as a kid, mm-hmm. but my mom never got it for me. And uh it definitely was a lot cheaper back then than it is now. Yep. Yeah, especially if you want it box complete, you're paying up. Yeah. So, well, that that's my goal, is to get the Power Rangers. So it'll happen. But hey, every, everyone has their their thing that they had as a kid that they just loved, and definitely. And mine was that. But yeah, that was a lot of fun yesterday. And if you haven't gone to retro toy stores, do it. There's just something about it. It's almost you get that same nostalgic feeling almost as like walking into Blockbuster. Oh, definitely. I definitely had that feeling yesterday. Yeah, you see like the toys that you grew up with either if they're loose or on card and they all hit you in different memories. And I mean, it's just keeping that kind of like that, that kid inside of you alive. Um, it, it's, that's what shaped you as a kid. That's what shaped you and a lot of your passions for, you know, growing up or what video games you like or how you act in certain ways. A lot of that helped shape a lot of that for us. And I think it's cool to, to keep that alive and keep that memory and being able to see some of those things displayed or go collect them and go find them. I, I, it's another one of my big passions too, besides gaming, which is a mm-hmm. lot of fun. I know that's something we've done even at gaming conventions. Yep. Is we'll go game hunting and then there'll be a booth that has a ton of Batman figures or a ton of other action figures and we'll start sorting through those and purchasing those too. So kind of a cool combination of both hobbies. But Oh yeah. And you can't go wrong with the Batman figures. They're absolutely not. Awesome. They're cool. I don't know, the packaging is just mm-hmm. amazing. You got what lead Legends of Batman. Yep. Legends of Batman, Legends of the Dark Knight. I have a couple of the Batman and Robin figures from the movie uh, in the 90s. Uh, But yeah, they're. I I love them because they do so many cool things. Like, I'm looking at it now and I've got like a cyborg Batman. And then there's like a knight Batman that has like a flamethrower. And then you've got a traditional Batman. And there's just so many cool things, gadgets, variations of them. Uh, I love the different multiverse and variations of Batman. So. It just it hits me in the that nostalgia, but also I do like the uh, like the multiverse series from McFarlane. Uh, I love those too. They're phenomenal figures, especially at the price point they're at now. And you can even find those at on Amazon, at Target, at Walmart's. I would say Toys R Us, but rest in peace. Um, but yeah, I mean those are ten to twenty dollar figures, and they're really really nice. Oh yeah, no, you you definitely got a bunch of Batman stuff. Maybe we, we'll. If we remember, we can maybe post a picture of all the the Batman stuff. It is really cool. Every time I come in this room, I just love to stare at all the Batman memorabilia. Definitely. And speaking of Batman, which is what would be your favorite Batman? Like maybe video game, movies, show, cartoon. There's a lot of Batmans. Man, I'm I'm such Adam West Batman. I'm (laughs) rewatching it now, and that might influence me a little bit, but I don't think so. The animated series Batman is so good. It is. It is a classic Batman. It's a phenomenal show. That's probably one of my favorites. Um, I do like the uh, like the Dark Knight comic Batman, uh, and I do like Christian Bale's Batman a lot too. Oh yeah, if we're going cinematic, uh, but the animated Batman of all of them is just it's it, it combines iconic, it combines like progressive and edgy in a way, especially for the nineties. Mm-hmm. And I think all Batman's going from that point have strived to be somewhat of that Batman. Oh yeah. 
Like think, that's that's definitely my favorite one. Oh yeah, I just I love the opening for Batman the anime. It was very epic. Oh, it's amazing. It was, the music's a, incredible. Yeah, it's orchestral production value. The music is phenomenal. Oh yeah, man. but it's such that is such a fun um, series. And it's I, I love that HBO or Max now I guess yeah, Max, has all the DC mm-hmm. animated. So if you want to watch and have like a million things of Batman to watch, just get max oh yeah it's worth it just for dc and all the dc animated movies yep. which are by far the best video thing that dc does they've mm-hmm. nailed the animated movies they now have. they didn't do better at the live action cinematic yeah. universe hopefully um, hopefully, hopefully it'll get better now with uh, with gun and we'll see what happens with that but i'm excited i, I do like james gunn i thought he did an awesome yeah. job with guardians and Cause you've got the new uh blue beetle movie coming out oh yeah uh, a couple weeks from right now so i don't know how i feel about that i don't know either I'm... Uh, i've seen a little bit on it it looks cool but i, I mean I, I didn't like i didn't you didn't either you didn't mind black adam yeah i didn't mind um, black adam. it wasn't a great movie but it was fun it was the action fun was great yeah. the visuals are great um the story wasn't great but everything else is great yeah if it just comes out and it's a fun movie, then cool. Yeah. But I don't know why they can't figure out how like the Marvel Cinematic Universe nailed the the live action cinematic aspect of the movie. But then you've got like stuff like DC, the Dark Knight series was incredible. Oh yeah. But then you release Green Lantern and it's hot trash. Oh yeah. I fell asleep in the movie cuz we went and saw that like all <laughs> a, huge, a, a group of us and I definitely remember passing out. Yep. I woke up at the credits and oh, yeah. I was like, what did I miss? That came out in the same time frame. Yeah. Like how is there such a stra- drastic difference between a movies that came out around the same time and Green Lantern being that terrible? And Green Lantern, it he's such a great hero, like superhero. Like mm-hmm. he's super cool, and there's a lot. Like, and you got all the different cores. Like, I don't know. Maybe one day we'll get a, another Green Lantern that'll mm-hmm. be better. I don't know. We'll see. A Green Ta- Lantern, only time will tell. A TV series, TV series, something. Because there's so much lore and so many different characters and so much they could do with Green Lantern, and they have not done crap with them. No, there's nothing and no, the animated what? movies are good yeah the animated movies are but all, everything yeah. else like everything cinematic wise come on i want an awesome you know it'd be great as a green lantern video game that'd be a, you know how incredible that would be if they nailed it and did like a like a yeah. arkham series awesome. spider-man style green lantern game that'd be awesome with all the abilities and as you progress you get new ring abilities that'd be and awesome you can use your ring ability longer and all that stuff like that'd be incredible hey studios you know is, what that's a great idea. It's free yeah. too. Take it. Take it. Flying around the cities, going in space and doing like Green Lantern Corps missions. That'd be oh, awesome. Cool. I would I would buy it. No, that'd be fun. There's there's so many things. I just I don't know what goes through their head sometimes when mm-hmm. they try to make movies like this. Or games uh, like or games. I think they just try too hard. They try too hard and I I don't know. Or they just don't try at all. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. But like games wise, like I was super, super excited for um, Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Mm-hmm. And when that game was announced a few years ago by Rocksteady, who made the Arkham games, it's like, oh yeah, we're getting a Suicide Squad Arkham game. This is awesome. Then it came out with the video, and it's a live service shoot 'em up. <sighs> yeah, no. It's like, what is this? Like, Killer Sharks jumping around like Crackdown. While shooting a gun? No, that's not what we wanted. No. That's not what the fans wanted. And, I mean, they are. They did postpone the game, like, almost over a year. Yeah. Now, 
I mean, this game's been in production six years now. I don't think they're going to revamp the game and make what we want. Yeah, no. Like a Arkham-style Suicide Squad game. Yeah. Uh, But it was just like, that's not what the people wanted. No. And live service games are can't like they're closing down servers left and right a couple months after launches mm-hmm. for a lot of these games. And there's only a handful of live service games that have been around for a while that are doing well. Oh yeah. Like make a really awesome game. Yeah, just make us a good game with the great story. Mm-hmm. Like obviously playing a suicide yeah. squad, you're like just imagine playing an Arkham game as Captain Boomerang. That'd be awesome. As Polka Dot Man, why not? Why not? That's Harley Quinn, Quinn, all these other characters, Peacemaker, whoever you want, Deadshot, and you could switch between them and have different, you know, actions for them, different missions. They all have different play styles. That would be an incredible, be awesome. incredible game. But I guess it's too much to ask for. But I, I know they can do it because obviously we've had, you know, the Arkham Batman. Arkham. They're amazing. I, oh, yeah, I played that a few weeks ago. Mm. Um, mm. I started. Did you I get, beat did you Arkham. Get far? Um. Well, I I started a new campaign <laughs> on Arkham Knight. Okay. Um, but because I beat the game, it started me without obviously tutorials. It's mm. like, oh, you beat the game, but so I kind of had to like go online and then look at the also the controls and everything to oh, figure yeah. out what I was doing. But because it started me with like everything that I've unlocked was already still unlocked, and all my special abilities that I've unlocked, which was awesome. But I was like, I haven't played this game in like however many years since oh, yeah. it came out i mean that was uh 15 15 so yeah it's been a it's while been, been about eight years so uh i don't remember how to use 95 percent of the things but you just run around the yeah. city hit buttons oh yeah but no yeah no I, I that's literally what i did i literally just started running around the city jumping off buildings gliding and it kind of slowly starts coming back to you yep so but it's such a great game they're phenomenal and just like the lighting is amazing because it's a dark game, but and it's raining and For it's a game that came out eight years ago. Even you go back, up back and play the, the the Arkham Asylum game, oh nine. That game still looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you get Gotham Knights. Yeah, yeah. I sold my Gotham Knights <laughs> game. <laughs> I tried. I called him. I was like, I don't know. I I called you. I was like, I don't know if I can continue playing this. Oh, I yeah. just, it's like honestly, it's not the worst superhero game out there but it's not arkham battle it's okay yeah and it's going off of the coattails of the arkham games off the spider-man games which have some of the best combat mechanics Mm -hmm. of any 3d brawler game out there like they're phenomenal and i think the biggest miss is they didn't do the dodging mechanic yeah i I love the the fact we're like with spider-man with arkham where oh someone's behind you and it goes you know like white or red depending on how close they are why is that not in it? Like mm-hmm. you can dodge. It's it's not a terrible game. It's okay. It's kind of bland. The story is cool. The cinematics are great. I know a lot of people like killed the graphics on it, saying that Arkham Knight looks just as good, if not better. And I can't disagree. Yeah. Um, and you do have the four characters you can play through, and they do play differently. Yeah, which is like, cool. Which is cool. You play as Red Hood. You play as Nightwing. Uh, he plays Robin and, and then Bat- Batgirl. Batgirl, yeah. They they all play differently and they all have different mechanics. They all move differently. They all have different features, which is cool. They mm-hmm. at least did that and didn't yeah. make it where they all are va- basically the same. Yeah. But like you're going around and some of the missions are boring. They are. And like because you go out and do like night prowls basically, um, and either do missions during them or try to stop crimes or do other things. 
and they're just kind of generic. Yeah, it was very, and that's where it was just so is generic, and it just got very repetitive. I felt like I was just doing the same thing, yeah, over and over mm-hmm. and over again, and I was like, I just like. Well, you got like Spider Man that does the same formula, but they made it more interesting. Mm-hmm. They made the traversal better. So like, say you're doing the same mission. If you're doing the same mission in Gotham Knights, or if you're doing the same mission in Spider Man, same exact mission. Spider-Man is going to be more fun because yep. the combat was better. The traversal was better. The graphics were better. The control was better. Yep. But it's the same mission. So yep. it's like, and it's not like they're trying to reinvent the wheel. The Arkham games have, there's been three of them. And yep. they came out, and the last one came out seven years ago. The first one came out in 09. And then you've got the Spider-Man games, which came out in 18, 20, and now a mm-hmm. new one. So you've got all these games and all these other spinoffs that have happened or games that are similar to it that have done a better job. Mm-hmm. And now you're taking the same characters. People are going to have that mindset of it. Yep. And they just didn't didn't keep the same thing. Like, it's not bad again. Yeah, no, Is it's it not worth bad. playing if you can pick it up for 10 20 bucks? Sure. Yeah, Just know what you're it. getting into. Yeah. Like, it's not an Arkham game. Yeah, do it not. It plays differently. Yeah. yeah, don't go thinking that it's, uh, yeah, that it's the Arkham Batman because yeah. it is not. It's far from it. But like I said, yeah, if you can pick it up for 10 20 bucks, go for it. But mm-hmm. I got, like, the special edition, whatever, and wasn't worth it. So, uh, yeah, it's just, like I said, the Batman game, they took every new game they created for the Batman the Arkham series. They took all the amazing things, mm-hmm. they and then they improved upon whatever or added new things. But they, they knew, they're like, oh, this is what people liked. We're going to yep. keep this. And we're gonna add some other cool, fun things. Exactly. And then the next one. Oh, okay. We're just gonna continue adding on, Get but we're gonna we're not gonna change the good things about the game that made the game what it is. Yep. Because that's what people loved. Yeah. We're just gonna, but we're gonna add some more cool things to it and just different things. And they and they figured it out. And it honestly is one of my favorite superhero games. Definitely. And or and just games in general. It's just an amazing game. I love the Batman game. It's and also you have the iconic voice actors too from the Batman animated series. Absolutely. See it and all that, ties yeah, in. Yeah, like it all ties in. Yeah. And you have epic music as well Definitely. and you got all this really cool stuff like they're bringing in all these things from all the things that made us fall in love with Batman. They have Definitely. it in this game. Yeah, and it's just but it gave you that darker, grittier, edgier Batman story. Yeah, they I think they nailed those games. But going away from Batman, even away from DC, a superhero game that's gone under the radar that is honestly phenomenal. When we both beat the game, was it Guardians of the Galaxy game? Square Enix. Oh, that was awesome. Like it, it was going on the coattails of the Avengers game, which wasn't bad. Like I get it was a live service game. People don't like live service. It was. Way too loot grindy for no reason. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay attention to that. All I did was I played the storyline. Yep. I beat the main missions and I I stopped the game. Mm-hmm. Not a bad game. Nope. It's fun. It was I, fun. It, it was fun. It was fine. The characters played well. You got to play as all the main Avengers. It was it was great. The yeah. the game was good. But it, it tainted the name for the Guardians of the Galaxy game by Square Enix, mm-hmm. and that is a really really it good is. game. Like it has the humor that you would expect from mm-hmm. Guardians. It's there, like if if you've seen the movies, you know it's, it has Guardians. They have this special funny humor, yeah, that's just unique to the Guardians, and it's in the game, and it plays very well, and it's a really fun game. Mm-hmm. Like I forget, yeah, I forgot about that. That's a great game. It's it's great. Like the, I think the graphics are phenomenal. Like the, 
the worlds that they have with all the colors and all the different creature models and everything are gorgeous. Mm -hmm. The storyline is phenomenal and they, because it's not based off of, it's more based off the comics. It's not based off of the cinematic universe. So the characters do look different than what we're used to. If you got into guardians of the galaxy from like the cinematic universe perspective, but they keep it different enough where it's like, okay, this is the guardians I'm used to. But it's also a new take on the Guardians. Yep. And they do it in such a good way where it's it's a new experience. You're learning these characters for almost the first time again, mm-hmm. even though you know about them. But that game is so amazing. The boss fights are great. They are. All the different missions are phenomenal. Uh, that is 100% a sleeper pickup. It is. Uh, if you love superhero games, love third-person action games, highly, highly recommend. I need to play through that one again. Cause I, I, I do, too. That was too. a fun game. It is. And... Also, it's cool. They are different skins that you can collect mm-hmm. throughout the game. So, um, if you want to play as the characters from this from the cinematic universe, you can because this you can collect the skins where you can look like you know the from the movies. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's completely different. It's not based off the movie, which I know can be hard as when there's been so many movies. Yeah. It's easy to start. It was, it was copying and taking, but but once you get into it, yeah. it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. No. Uh. It. After the first mission, it's fine. It's a great playthrough. I think it's still like a 12, 15-hour game. Yeah, it's not. Uh, for just a regular playthrough without getting everything completionist, New Game Plus, all that. So I, it's absolutely worth it. It just it got shoved under the carpet a little bit because yeah. of how meh Avengers did. Yep. but It's a shame because yeah. it's a different developer, and that game is a it's an A-tier game. It sure. is. It is. I remember when I saw the the previews and they're getting ready to release the game. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, it looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. And I had, I had my expectations are actually pretty. I was like, man, I really hope this game's good. And it, and it definitely delivered. It did. And more like it, it, it went beyond what I was expecting. So guardians pick it up. Great game. Definitely. Definitely. That was, that's probably besides Spider-Man, definitely one of the better games in the last Oh, yeah, I'd say what, five, six yeah, years from a superhero was it, perspective. Was it 21 when that game? I think it was I 20 or 21. I was living yeah. in Florida at the time. So, yeah, so that'd be 21. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was 21. 20, yeah, so 21 is when it came out. Yep. But great game. Absolutely. Yeah, I think but, it was yeah, it was October, I think, of 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fall time for you. Yeah, I remember going to GameStop and picking it up in Florida. Heck, yeah. Great game. Great game. Definitely pick it up. Man, it's crazy. Time has flown by. I know. We're at Almost. a little over 50 minutes already, so... Oh man, man, you know, just hanging out, just hanging out. That's what we do. That's it. I'm gonna take but I'm trying to think if there's any. I don't think there's really any superhero games coming out recently or coming out soon. Um, besides the 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 Suicide Squad game, yeah. but I don't know how to feel about. Yeah, that I don't one, know how so. to feel about that. I once makes me sad, once it comes out. If it comes out, whatever. I don't know. I'll I'll see. I'll probably watch some videos and see what people are thinking and. Mm-hmm. If it seems like it's worth picking up, maybe. Maybe. Okay, it could, like, then maybe they'll be like, we just made a completely new game. Here's what you wanted. Who knows? But I doubt it. April Fool's. April we had Fools. a different game. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I don't yeah. know, but I don't think there's any new superhero. I don't think so. I just need to go back. Besides Spider-Man. Yeah, that's all that matters. Which is, is yeah, exactly. That game's going to keep me occupied for a while anyways. Oh, yeah. And if I want to play another superhero game, I'll go back and play the Arkham series. Yeah, Arkham which I'm series. I'm going to do anyways. So. Or play some Superman 64. Uh, well, or not. Or yeah, not, yeah, you know. Yeah. I like actually going through the rings. You know, oh, yeah, great. yeah. 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 Um, is there anything else besides rings in that game? I've been asking this question for years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. 
if it is, it got blocked out of our memory yeah. because of how bad it was. And the rings were just so awful and so hard to get through that that's just what sticks in our memory. Yeah, because that's literally all that sticks in my memory. That's the other thing is like, why can't an amazing Superman game come out to? There hasn't been one. It's not that like you've got games you could steal off of that have done the same type of thing. Like go back to like the 09 era prototype infamous. Mm-hmm. You do that style of game. With Superman, with flying, with the traversal of Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. with that type of combat, with all the crazy powers, that game would be amazing. Yep. Open world style as Superman, mixed like prototype with the Spider-Man games, it's a hit. Yeah, the only other thing close I can think of that was a, it's not even really a Superman game, it just happens to have Superman is Injustice. But that's more. It's a fighting game. It's a but fighting it, it game. Follow it. But it's, ah, Injustice is fun. It is fun. Fighting uh, superhero fighting games. Like my favorite still is the Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Oh yeah, that was such a great crossover. Really fun game. Mm-hmm. But you, you lose some of the Mortal Kombat because it was T for Teen. Yep. So the fatalities are a little bit wimpier. Yeah. Where they just like smack them in the face and it's like fatality. Yep. And it's like oh oh okay. Where's the exploding yeah, heads? Yeah, where's and the stuff? exploding heads? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah where's like their superheroes going into my rib cage, ripping out my organs, and stopping yeah. them on the ground? No, they just like Joker like shoots a gun, and just bang, and the bang flag comes out, and then you fall over. Yeah, and then it's fatality. Yeah, and but like, what? Yeah, fun game. I haven't played that game in a while. That's a great I'll one have to play. That's a great one. Which the new Mortal Kombat games comes out here. Oh yeah, soon. comes out what September I think. September looks really good. I yep. do love uh, Mortal Kombat games. They're a lot of fun. Um, oh yeah, I'm make... excited for this one. Yeah, especially because they're kind of redoing the franchise. Being Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat one, uh, it looks incredible. Mm-hmm. And they've released a lot of gameplay on it. They have uh, with um, Summer Games Fest. They released gameplay. Uh, San Diego Comic Con. They released gameplay. So there's a lot out there to kind of digest mm-hmm. and figure out. Um, what's going on with the game, but we've got, I think it's coming out some point in September. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have too much longer to wait for Yeah, now, now I put a, a down payment at GameStop. To, mm-hmm. I can put five, I've got a pre-order. A pre-order, so I keep on forgetting that I pre-ordered it, but it's fine. then I remember, I'm like, oh, awesome. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, your game's ready. You'll be like, oh, thanks. Oh, thanks, yep. yep. Yeah, no, Mortal Kombat, it's, I've, that was a game that I've played just growing up as a kid. Absolutely. It, I feel every kid has, every person that's played video games has probably played Mortal Kombat, whether on a console or oh, yeah. at an arcade at uh-huh. the mall. You've all played Mortal Kombat. It's, it's such an iconic game. Yep. Everyone has also raged at that game Ooh, and yeah. probably broken a controller or punched the arcade machine. Like, it's happened. Yep. It's happened. But that's just, I don't know, that's the beauty of Mortal Kombat. Hey, and they're fun. I mean, <clears throat> they're they're crazy. They're energetic. The characters are phenomenal. Um, the newest movie was great, by the way. The I, sidebar there, but that's oh, great yeah, no. movie. It, I, I enjoyed it. I know that couldn't. I don't know if it's, if it's a hot topic or not. On that, but I, I enjoyed know. it. I thought it was I, fun. I enjoyed it. It's way better than the the ones that came out when we were kids. But hey, those are still really ah, fun. I, like I still those. I still like them. Like they're bad, but they've got that nineties. But them, that's but the thing that make they're bad, but they're so they're like bad, but in a good way. It's, it's got that like TMNT yeah. like nineties TMNT like thing. Yeah, where it's not a great movie, but you want to watch it, and if it's on, you're gonna watch it. Yeah, it's it's like going to McDonald's. It's bad, but it's good. Exactly. And so you keep on coming back. It's, it's the just junk good. food of nineties movies. Yeah, it's the junk yeah. food of nineties. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with a little little McNugget, you know. 
Yeah, you got to get that McDonald's, which I did have a McDonald's the other day. I know I've mentioned it, but I got mentioned for the podcast. And McDonald's was on point. Ooh. My McDouble was fresh. Like mm. the meat just came off. And I would know. I worked at McDonald's, so I would know these <laughs> things. <laughs> you know that quality McDonald's. I know that quality McDonald's. Quality. Oh, yeah. I got taste buds for quality McDonald's. Um, it was in the fries. Mm were actually like golden brown like i think they left in the fryer a little oh, extra little and so they were crisp. like crispy it had that crispy crisp mm. and then i had that ice cold coca-cola oh yeah it was best a, coke in the game right the there best coke. Yeah, it, was, it was a great drive down That's here good. heck yeah um, man i think we've talked McDon- about mcdonald's like the last three or four podcasts par- now. yeah not planned by any means yeah. not sponsored though yeah. i mean ronald doesn't pay out for the podcast no. but um i mean it's great, but the problem is we were talking about it. McDouble used to be a dollar. Yeah. Now it's like two eighty nine. It's just they're still good. They but, are. Uh, it makes me sad. I know we're talking about video. I know that, but and I know we're getting close to time. But random question, but why not? Favorite uh fast food joint. Ooh. Total joint or like one specific item. Either or. Okay. <clears throat> or both. I don't know. Dude, I'm a Burger King fan, man. Uh, I think iconic Burger King, if we talk about 90s, I think their marketing campaigns were phenomenal. Uh, I, I'm i a huge Whopper fan. If you had to go like on the basic mm-hmm. burgers for all of them, Whopper, they've got some great crispy fries. Uh, and if you go to Nostalgia, they had some good toys. They and they hit the soft spot. They were the ones who had the Toy Story toys when the Toy Story movie came out. True, true. So you did have some incredible Toy Story toys. Uh, the have it your way just tastes better slogan for a yeah, while. Yeah. Uh, when they came out with the new fries in the nineties, uh, it was Mr. Potato Head as the mascot campaign mascot for their new fry. <laughs> Heck yeah! I mean they killing Mr. Potato Head. That's and make it. Fries. That's it. I didn't think of it when I was six. <laughs> yeah, but it was no, fine. yeah, yeah. That's fine. But but uh, what about you? What's yours? Uh, like I did Burger King a little growing up, yeah, yeah. but mostly McDonald's. That's all mm. I want to do is McDonald's. Or Wendy's, um, mm. but I'd go McDonald's. Wendy's just didn't have the toys. <clears throat> yeah, no, they didn't have toys. No, uh, I'd go there. I think as I'd I'd like to go. I'd go to Wendy's because I'd like to get their chicken nuggets as a mm. kid. I was I was done with, the, with the, the Wendy's nuggets. chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And McDonald's was always burgers or yeah. and chicken nuggets too. Yeah, but I I'd probably go McDonald's just that's where I, I went it. a lot as a kid. But there's not, I I do enjoy a good Burger King. Or as Dane Cook would call it, the BK Lounge. The BK Lounge, yeah. The yeah. BK Lounge, it's a great I mean, place. McDonald's, like, I think <clears throat> iconic menu items probably takes the cake. Oh, yeah. Um, they, they had some great menu items. And you think about, like, the things, like, growing up as a kid, you eat kids' meals. And then they came out with, like, the big kids' meal. And the one thing I always wanted as a kid is, like, oh, I'm an adult when I get a Big Mac meal. When I get a Big Mac meal, like that makes you an adult. It was great when your parents when, finally let you get the get that Big the Mac meal. meal. Oh yeah, the Big Mac meal because it's like, it's like you leveled up. Oh, you leveled up, and you eat that, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm so full of adult food. Yeah. And now you look at it, and you're like, man, Big Mac's all bread. It's no, it's literally, it's like <laughs> Where, the meat. Where's the patty? So it's so thin, like. <laughs> you probably get more of a beef patty and like a kid's cheeseburger. Yeah, no, or the same amount. Like you can put two meat patties from mcdonald's together that would go like on the mcdouble or the cheeseburger and Mm -hmm. it still doesn't even equal like a single meat patty for like a normal everyday burger (laughs) it is so thin yep but i I think if we're going on that iconic foods 
and like most nostalgic foods would probably be McDonald's. Mm-hmm. We're going on the toy game. That's BK, man. BK had Toy Story line. They also had the Pokemon line. Oh, they did, yeah. They did have the uh, the, the 24 gold carat uh, yeah. uh, Pokeball. Those things are awesome. I know, that you could buy for three ninety nine at the time. Definitely bought a few of those. They had a Dragon Ball Z <laughs> toy line yep. at one point in time. I mean, they had it, but McDonald's had some great toys, they too. They do. They do have some the great Inspector toys. Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Like, that. some cool toys for, like, movies. Um, there's that. Oh, uh, that. They're not known for toys, but they did have some cool stuff back in the day. Pizza Hut, and we've mentioned it Dude, with their demo 90s. demo games that had like multiple for play. I think Sony. the '90s Pizza Hut, and there's it's two the things. Pizza Hut. One is PS1 demo discs. I would beg to get Pizza Hut for dinners on like the weekends or Friday nights, oh, yeah. so I can get those demo discs. Uh, they also when the uh, uh, Phantom Menace came out, I don't know if you remember this or not. They did like a Pog. Campaign. I do. Oh, I do remember yeah, the so Pog campaign. Yeah, so you get all these different Pogs, and it's kind of like the Monopoly game where if you filled out like the certain line, and there was different colors, you got different prizes and stuff. And I never did, but we collected a bunch of them, and that's like super nostalgic. Oh yeah. And then like the last thing with Pizza Hut is the Book Club. Oh yeah. Oh, where like yeah, I forgot about yeah, the book where club. you start reading through, and if you got so many books that you read, you got like a free kids' personal pan pizza. Oh yeah. That was the only reason I read books is so I can get a free pizza. Pizza, bring that back, and I'll read books again. Yeah, yeah. I do an adult version. Do an adult version. Man, five books, and you get a little medium pizza for free. I mean, I'm yeah, down. I'm always down. You like, read five extra books, you get stuffed crust at an end. Like, all you know is if you were invited to a friend's birthday party, it was at Pizza and his Pizza mm-hmm. Buffet. Oh, you were king. Oh, you're sitting in that booth with that stained glass lamp hanging oh, down on you? There's something about just walking oh, yeah. into the... Just Pizza Hut, it smells like the bathroom. Oh, yeah. But you didn't, I don't know. But you it, get that thin buffet-style cardboard so pizza good. taken out of that big cast iron pan that's been sitting mm. there in the heat lamp for four hours, and you just pop 18 of those slices on your plate. And, and then I think the best thing on that buffet, and I'm not a dessert person, was the, the apple cinnamon pizza. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the apple cinnamon pizza. Like, just, if you don't know what that one was, it's basically, like, apple cinnamon filling on a pizza shell with, like, white sugary icing just oh, dreidled, yeah. drizzled on it. Oh, Di- it is good. Diabetes They made a pizza. cherry version, too. A, a, well, a cher- do you say charity? A cherry. Oh, cherry. I thought you said yeah, charity. No, 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 no. They probably do. I was like, but, that's a weird... Yeah. yeah, no, they made a cherry version where same super sweet icing, but then they had, like, the... Like almost like the cherry pie filling stuff mm-hmm. on the pizza dough, super good too. Yeah, no, the man, nineties Pizza Hut was was nineties Pizza Hut definitely hit and uh, hit different. And I know was was it Pizza Hut that had the commercial was the little the little clay dude and he would die like oh uh, I gotta look him up. Uh, hold on, uh, I don't Let's know. Let's see. I mean. A plus effort for the amazing description, yeah, amazing, amazing description. reenactment. Um, um, I'm just not not thinking of it. The, you know. uh, I'm looking it up. I don't know if this is no. Do, oh, do, this guy, do, 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 Mr. Do, Bill. Do. Oh, <laughs> what, I remember. I can't remember. The, was he Pizza Hut? Was Miss? Let's see. Was Mr. Bill? We'll on put a picture up just so uh, you uh, you listeners can see. But Pizza. Hut? I remember Mr. Bill, but I thought it was something different. Was it Pizza Hut? Okay, in the nineteen ninety in the nineteen nineties, Williams created the Pizza Head Show, a series of Mr. Bill like advertising spots for Pizza Hut, featuring Pizza Head in the usual Mr. Bill role and Pizza Cutter named Steve in the Sluggo role. So yeah, 
Yeah, okay. I forgot. Like they were slightly disturbing. Yeah, I forgot about that. No, I guess it doesn't. No. Okay, never mind. I'll. We'll we'll post some pictures on the Instagram. But... Yeah, but they were slightly disturbing. Like, yeah, if you don't know, Mr. Billy is a very nineties thing. Yeah. Um, I completely forgot about that. As soon as you showed me the picture, it, it jogged the memory, but I completely forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember those commercials, and he's, like, always getting hurt. Yeah, there you go. Like, ugh. Very Whoa. 90s. Oh, that's definitely 90s. Yeah, and we'll that's post creepy. pictures, but we're looking at, he's, like, a slice of pizza with two pepperonis and olives, and, like, I don't, I don't know what the green thing, his nose is it like a, a green bell? Like it looks like a little green bell pepper. Green bell pepper, like, and then in a little square. Yeah, and then his mouth is like sliced red bell peppers, but mm-hmm. it's a really creepy that's looking creepy. pizza. But that's the nineties, man. Nineties just creepy, weird, obscure mascots was the yeah, thing. That, and then there's I don't remember if it's Nick. So was it video game Disney Nickelodeon where some dude's watching TV and then he just explodes. Whoa. And slime or something comes. Uh, out. I mean, if it's slime, it's probably Nickelodeon. It's but... probably Nickelodeon, but it's like really like crazy commercial kids commercial and the dude's literally sitting on the couch watching tv and he becomes i think so obese or unhealthy he just like explodes oh and i think he's eating a bunch of food too or something yeah he just explodes and dies 90s. and it was a kids commercial in the hey, 90s why not yeah that was the 90s i just <laughs> loved it that's the 90s in a nutshell for sure yeah i miss it god the, the the marketing in that time frame was just so anything weird. goes and i loved it <laughs> yeah it's so great now everything's so generic and it's like the 90s just went wacky and wild with oh, yeah. their advertising and uh it's still iconic it is it's still I, iconic and i think that's probably why i like just crazy both of us like crazy just icon thing it's just the, that's the 90s it's just the toys and everything, it's just, that's the 90s. Everything was oh, yeah. just big. It was, it was flashy. It was crazy. It big, was bright flashy. colors. Oh, yeah. Weird. Everything was over the top. I yeah. mean, that's what, I, I think that's what a lot of the nostalgia is, and a lot of the packaging reflects that, uh, and just, I don't know, it, that's like the era of marketing, in my opinion. Yeah, but. it was, and uh, I don't know, I don't know if that'll ever come back. Probably not. I but hope so. I hope so. It'd be awesome. It'd be great. But we'll see. But man, I think uh, you know what is going to come back though. Huh. Episode eleven. Oh, of the episode I eleven. Oh podcast. yeah, ah, episode eleven is coming. Yeah, absolutely. To a theater near you. Exactly. Oh, but on that note, you. do you have anything else before we sign off? Thanks for listening to episode ten and tuning absolutely. in. Absolutely. We did a little bit different format where we just kind of chatted and. Like I said at the beginning, we went really off rails today. Yeah. But I hope you enjoyed a little bit different format, not very structured format yeah. on this one. Uh, we're going to have some other structured podcasts, possibly some videos coming out in the future. Uh, but we just wanted to, you know, a live podcast. We wanted to chat about some memories, see where the conversation took us. Yeah. That's about it. So let us know if you enjoyed this style of format or not. But uh, we definitely had a great time uh, recording this one. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Sorry, I was about to burp. Uh-oh. A lot of fun. That sparkling water. That's it's sparkling getting, water. That 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 Kirkland that brand Kirkland grapefruit. grapefruit water. Oh it's yeah, so good. Mm. <sighs> Refreshing. S- SMR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're an ASMR yeah, channel so now. Yeah. ASMR. <laughs> but on that note, thank y'all so much for listening. Until the next one, peace out and game on. Peace out.